What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast for the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 319B. B. Thank you. The second episode for the week. We'll now, we will now discuss our thoughts on Sharper from Apple TV+. Plus. With you for that discussion, Grayson, Conman Maxwell, Roger, the other Conman, Stillian, and Chris. I just want to open a bookstore even though my father has billions bond. For the episode, Do I discuss- I read to you. <laughs> well, you just uh, I'll handle that. No. <laughs> for the episode, I'll field that question. I'm looking right at him. Absolutely not. <laughs> I bet episode- you have a litany of pornography strewn about your house. Gee, that's scary. All right. My for the episode discussing, show, <laughs> she already knows. <laughs> for the You're episode, not hiding dis- anything. For the episode discussing Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Media, including the whole box office breakdown, what streaming and trailer talk, check out episode 319A, posted on Tuesday, 228, the last day of February. Well, gentlemen, oh, hello. How are we doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, How are you buddy? doing, buddy? I don't want to talk about that right now, but let's just <laughs> let's focus on the show at hand. How about that? Huh? Oh, all right, all right, all right. Sounds good. Yeah. We are talking about another movie tonight. Another actually pretty decent movie. I like this movie. This is a good movie. Yeah, I agree 100%. But let's get into the nit-gritty of Sharper. Nitty-gritty? The nitty-gritty okay. of Sharper, indeed. Apple TV, always giving us great stuff. Well, not great they, stuff, but they're high, on a, high no, production. They're on a good, so they're on a good roll of making stuff that's at least decent. Their batting average is definitely above 50, though. Like, far above it. Agreed. Uh, well, it's always good production value. And the tomato meter for Sharper, 72%, and the audience score, 73 So not a big split at all. Barely a split to begin with, but that's a good thing. When both things are right there, it probably means that's what the, what's the, what the movie is. Let's talk about some details, shall we? Julianne Moore, I haven't seen her in a while. It's good to see her. Sebastian Stan, Justice Smith, Brianna Middleton, John Lithgow, Jaren, sorry, Darren Goldstein, and Philip Johnson Richard. Directed by Benjamin Karen. Roger, what's Sharper about on Apple TV Plus? Uh, Metacritic Tour of 64, by the way. Um, so Sharper is a story of multiple con men running a con and how their lives intersect with each other. So, and listen, I'm always here for a good con, <laughs> con story, by the way. Always here for it. And uh, I, I like the way that this movie interacts. Um, so this movie does something that we, you know, we have talked about many times recently. There's something that I always say that I'm not a fan of, where we have you know the time-jumping, non-linear story. Well, in this case, it it is non-linear storytelling. However... It works in this movie because it is segmented out to tell each part of the story until the end where it comes back together. And I'm okay with that. I give them a pass for doing that Mm -hmm. because it is focused highly on one person at a time as being the main focus. The other characters are in each individual story and how they you can start to see the through lines coming. But uh, I'm okay with how they do it in this movie. And I actually enjoy it because of that. However, you don't really know how much time is coming or going because of that, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, th- th- that's one of my big nitpicks is like time jumping is hard for most movies. And then when you do it in a un- and then, like a non-linear time jump fashion, it it does a little bit more for like questions of time. But they handle it well. In I don't film. I don't think it matters yeah, in the long it, run. It, right? what, what, that's, the story that's the they're telling. Deal. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, which, you know, good for them. Yeah. Well, I don't think it matters a whole lot in this instance because the, the, the story, the scope is so small with so few characters that. It's not nearly as hard to follow as like. Oh, well, it's easy to yeah. stick with. Yep. So, like you mentioned, like you know, so so few characters. 
I didn't really notice the fact that there was a very limited cast in this film until you just said it because the movie feels like it it covers more ground than it actually does. So that's actually kind of kudos to the to the film itself as well. It feels bigger than it is. It feels like there's more happening than there is, but it it, it is focused around you know you know four main characters and then you know a couple of side characters sprinkled in there. That's actually you know big on it. Well, I mean, it, it, works, it works that way, yeah. But but you also have I mean like. John Lithgow, Julian Moore are by themselves pretty pretty decorated. Um, mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan, look, he's he's small actor. Yeah, Sebastian he's Stan. he's done his chops. Justice Smith uh, has always is always great in what he's in. Brianna Middleton was was great as her. Like you have a small but very powerful cast, and I think mm-hmm. something like this it matters when you don't have a lot when you have a lot of time that's spent in boardrooms and you know high rise apartments that that a billionaire owns and in a bar like you don't have too many locations but you you've got to make the most of the True. space you, you have a bookstore a bar an yeah. office uh mm-hmm. and a fancy fancy apartment, apartment. Yeah. And, and like a a big cement pad by the river i guess but <laughs> i don't know a what you call it what else, i don't know yeah i don't yeah i don't, I don't know what you call Whoa. that but so yeah sharper sharper is one of those films about it reminded me and i it's, it reminds me of a natalie portman movie i think it was called closer where like you kept or closer is you didn't when you found out what was actually going on, you're like, oh, that's actually kind of brilliant. But up until that point, it's like, wait a minute, what? And then you're like, wait a minute, what? But it's it reminded just it reminded me of that. And it's I guess I'm getting that age where like I can't watch one movie without one another movie being referenced in my brain. But, sure, um, I mean we've seen movies similar to this yeah. before, but I mean this one stands alone and it works by itself. So this is like the natural progression of white collar. Right, like this is like the it, is, yeah. it is, it is mean, absolutely, yeah, yeah. You you look at it as you know everybody's scamming everybody because yep. fuck it, of course they are. Or everybody's scamming everybody. Yeah, everybody's scamming everybody. Well, that's the thing is, but that's the fun of it though is you know <laughs> you, yeah, once you once you find out there's fun. there's been. I mean, it's fun for me to watch. <laughs> it is. It is. It's it's kind of entertaining. It gets more entertaining the more you watch it. And Chris and I made a a weird. We both revealed to each other that we watched it at one a.m. one morning this week, and it's. Mm-hmm. It's interesting together. because, like, it's I think, weird. well, not together. We weren't in the same room, but at the same time. But, I mean, it it made the movie, I think, a little more interesting to be at one in the morning. At, at least Attention. to me, it made Actually, it a little more interesting. You guys watching it together. It was. Oh, yeah. we, we, we knew. Nice. We knew. All right. <laughs> so let's jump into it. Uh, where we start is important in the movie like this when you jump around time-wise because it's the movie is showing you what it wants you to see. In the order I want you to see it because that matters. Yep. Yeah. So we does. have Just Justice Smith, who is Tom. Um, he is Tom, a Tom. young a young guy working in a bookstore, um, owner of a bookstore. Owner, well, probably. I mean, working he implies in that, he, that he's managing it for somebody. Yeah, and so. um, he a beautiful girl comes in, looks for a book, she can't pay for it. He he, he gives it to her. He does the you know the young man trope of oh just go ahead and take you know you know you can't pay that's fine go ahead and take come back and pay me later. He's obviously has a thing for this girl. They flirt. He, he accepts, asks her out, gets rejected, and then immediately quickly. But well, then, but then gets then it turns around pretty pretty quick too, and then mm-hmm. they end up having dinner, uh, and that's Justice Smith's story. That's her. Tom's thing. But before Love we even blues. before we even start that is we get when the movie starts. You it's it it shows you what sharper means is mm-hmm. I forget what it actually says, but it, it's using your wit to play someone people. who survives but, on their wit. Yeah, yep. someone who survives on their wit. I mean, because sharper you know, is not normally a noun. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. But it's you know, con man is also short for. What is con man short for? I knew this five seconds ago. 
it, 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 it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So that's what they're using is is is, is these people. You you know, there's going to be a roundabout, a merry-go-round of people getting had, thinking they've had other people. It's just it's a fun little way to tell this story, especially with the nonlinear time jumps, which makes it, I think, just easier way. It cuts out time when you otherwise need to spend that time to get to the same place. So it's yeah. a, it's kind of a clever tactic to use it to time jump. Con man is short for confidence man. Yeah, confidence. That's what confidence man. I knew that. Confidence man means someone who does a confidence trick or a grifter. <laughs> yeah, it's someone who's giving you everything you want to hear so they can get something out of you. Of course, that's probably the first. Prof- that's probably the first real profession in human history is con man. <laughs> but all right, prostitution. So let's. I mean, kind of a con man, I guess, in in, in a way. Maybe for you. Hey yo. Hey yo. Ah, All right. So let's so ah, let's, let's get into it. Chris, where do we where do we go from there? Where do we go from our young friend Justice Smith going on a date with this beautiful girl who walked into his bookshop? Well, I mean, so love blossoms, right? So they they go on this date, and then you're shown he meets Sandra. Yeah, yeah. You're you're shown all the you know this this montage of them spending time. Doing the things that couples do, you know, you would, you would presume falling in love, blah, blah, blah. And then it shows a lot of this, right? And then there's a very important scene where they're talking and he says something about it's only been three weeks, but it feels like it's been it's been much longer than that. And it's mm-hmm. like the way the montage plays out, you feel like it's been longer than three weeks. Yeah, too. absolutely. I believe that's 100 percent intentional to make you mm-hmm. feel like, you know, you like, OK, they've been along. They've been together for a long time now. They're at parties together. Like, like they see them as a celebrating item. his birthday. Yeah. Like it's like, like, you know, thing. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, oh, it's only been three weeks. It's like, dang. OK, because I thought way more time went by. I think that's a that was a really good like movie design choice that they did because a nice it, trick it kind of pulls you in like oh it's only been three weeks okay gotcha it just felt like it's been way more than that which is how tom probably feels mm-hmm. feels like you know he like you know, this is everything to him like this is what he's you know he's he's lined up his whole life around this at this point you know he talks about how he used to be you know you know suicidally depressed and you know ready to end it all god, god dang we've all been there and it's just like you know being rich must be hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and it's like all these things, you know, have changed because Sanders en- entered his life. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some things go down. She needs, you know, her, her brother needs money. And she refuses to take his money that he he has. How they even have a fight about it. Yeah, which, 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 which the way the movie plays out, you don't assume this guy has any money. He's like some college kid working and managing a bookstore. And then he's like, I got money. My dad's rich, blah, blah, blah. Take my money. She goes, no, I don't want to. And then he's like, take it. She's like, oh, okay. She's like, I can't believe you never fucking told me. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That's so weird. Yep. And then, you know, she takes, you know, she, she agrees to take his money to pay off his his brother's debt. She has to leave with it right away. And, and she's then, in the wind. And then, yeah. She gone, bro. And then it says. Hard cut. Yeah. Sandra. And then it says Sandra. <laughs> and then you get to learn about Sandra. And it's a little bit backwards in time. And the movie does this, right? It, like it shows us a character that starts we, and resets. Yeah, we go with Sandra, we see some build up. It's not the Sandra we know that we just that we just got. Not anything know. like her, no. by the way. And you know, that builds into this thing and the whole character arc. We meet somebody else along the way, and then at some point it does the same thing again. We snap to this other character, it's further back into just and this this is a cycle that happens a couple more times in the movie, and it's really well done. And it it it's interesting because you get just enough of of this person to where they feel like they're on isolated films, which is enough like for your for your attention span to not get bored, and then you get a new story and some new rules to learn and play by those rules in this timeline. And it, it it's 
I think it's effective and I appreciate it. And the movie is clever and clever movies are fun when they're clever in a smart ways and in a ways that you can understand as an audience member and ways that you can digest without having to rewatch something to get it the first time. So I think this movie does a very good job of all those things. Yeah. So this, the one thing I want to say about this movie is one, I enjoy it. I think it's pretty good. It flows really, really well. It does. Um, the thing is, is, you know, we get invested in these small stories and then we, you know, we're interested to see how it's playing out, how they over arc. Cause you know, we only see bits and pieces until the end and it all, the whole story is unfolded to you. Um, the one thing that I really like about this is this is a, one of those movies where, you know, stuff's going on behind the scenes, but they actually show it to you, like yeah. learning how to do things. It's not like one of those, one of those recent, but um, Glass Onion, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. where, you know, stuff's going on, but you could never see it. Mm -hmm. Like you, you couldn't have learned this yeah. the movie, without them telling the you. movie has to show you what they're, yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. This movie is not like that. It, it is it is somehow less clever and better for it. Yeah, and exactly. Like, yep. and it, 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 I think it works works yeah. very well. You know, seeing Sandra's story turn into Max's story, then turns into Madeline's story, and then goes back to Tom. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, yep. it, it's how that works. And I don't listen, I don't want to spoil this movie because I think if you're interested in watching that, I will, before, and obviously we got time to talk about this too, I will tell you, you should watch this movie. Uh -huh. uh, it's good. It's it's paced really well. The story is very cohesive. It might not seem like it at first, but I assure you it is. And you won't miss anything. You mm -hmm. won't be like, oh, well, you know, I miss this tiny little minute detail. They show you the details. Yep. You're supposed to see it. Yeah. And like until the end of the film, each each time that they like they start with the new character, like you think you kind of know what's going on. But then they do a good job of subverting that expectation. And it's not in an unfair or cheap way. It's like, you know, as soon as they show you what like what the the miniature twist is mm -hmm. with each of these relationships, you go, oh, OK, uh, yeah, like, right. like you, you get it because you don't feel like the movie tricked you. You feel like the movie did exactly what's happening here is where mm -hmm. they're showing you just enough and they have the wool over your eyes. But, you know, in a way that once you see the answer, you're like, oh, OK, holy crap. And then it goes to the next piece of that. And it all wraps up very well together, you know, up, up till the very end, the end. I think people can be kind of split on that. That's where you'll have, you know, your, your controversial takes on it either direction. But like, even if you love or hate the way this movie ends up or the way that like the end of this film goes, it's still in the movie's wheelhouse. It doesn't feel unfair. It feels, no, it works. It fits in this film for what you get. And I think that's very important because the movie feels good. Start to finish beginning problem and then the resolution that happens it all it all fits in the frame of this film it didn't get too smart for itself and it didn't dumb it down which i really appreciated the way that this movie plays out all the way through yeah grayson i agree so let's talk about some characters then we, we don't have a whole lot well, there's only as, like six there's <laughs> yeah i mean the, the roster is, is 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 a good roster mm -hmm. uh but it's you know sebastian stan we love. We always love him. Um, he, I think he was very, very well and very carefully chosen. To to, to be honest, uh, mm -hmm. he he brings a weird kind of. I I don't know how to. He brings a weird kind of confidence yet kind of eerie, nonchalant. Is non the thing okay, that non I, nonchalant. I think that's a good to, word to describe his character here. I think there wasn't too many people that could do this as well as as well as Sebastian Stan. It kind of had to be like one of like six or seven people that could have done this, but he does a uh, kind of a smash up job of this. And I, his character is kind of, kind of a linchpin, but also kind of irrelevant in a, in a, in a weird, all the same time kind of way, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. It, 
Chris, what you said about you know having the wool pulled over your eyes a couple of times or or yeah. on, or taken away from it is that's kind of I think what the movie doesn't do a lot of it it it, it leads you down a path and then kind of shows you without I don't think it surprises you as much as it shows you without really making it kind of an aha moment. Well, I think your lead down the path analogy is almost right. It leads you down a path one way, and then in the next scene, it opens the door at the end of that path. Yeah, yeah. Because I think taking like like uh, the second, the second uh, one to know the third story we get, we when we when, Max. You get, when you get Max's story, there's a point there where you're kind of like where at least for me, but I imagine most of the audience is kind of like. Okay, you know, you know, this guy's this guy was messed up. He's a rich kid, blah blah blah. And then like, you know, the hotel room scene happens. You're like, and oh. like as soon as it starts, you're like, okay, I know where this is going. And and you're right, but it's like, but like until that point, until until the hotel door room opens, and you have there who you have, you don't think that's happening. Like, like it's very believable. You no, know, he the, shows up drunk to a rich people's party and pisses in a fucking decanter. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, you know what look, I mean? Yeah, strong way to make an impression on the billionaires. Power move. Like, <laughs> well, I, I pretty much, I was able to guess the first con, not not the not the one with the 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 book, uh, but as far as Julianne Moore is concerned, I was I was able to guess what was going on there pretty much from the first four seconds we see. We see two people on screen. I was like, "Yeah, okay, that's that's what's going on here." Okay, um, so like, I I didn't I, I thought that this was like like at first it was like a natural progression of Max and how he became like the person he is when when he's with Sandra because that's the way like the movie breaks mm-hmm. it down for you. So like, I didn't see that, and I and I think that on average that's what most people will see is like you know what they think is one thing, and then again like the movie at the very like like near end of it will go no actually this is what's happening and then your eyes are opened up to the scope of what's being seen which leads to the next thing yeah i mean you also do find out too that people are are all playing the same game but some people are on very different levels Mm -hmm. of the con that they're running yep i mean you think about it you know sandra's running a small time thing gets Mm -hmm. her a nice chunk of money you know we meet sebastian stan max's character who interacts with somebody and gets a larger chunk of money and then we meet madeline running her full-on game who's in the i don't know the nine to ten billion dollar range going (laughs) well shit yeah right yep (laughs) yeah no wonder she didn't leave the guy for 750k right Mm, Mm -hmm. shocker Mm. yeah (laughs) so like and, and like and again it wraps back up to you know what brought everything together and like there's a specific line in the film that comes back which is a which ends up being more of an aha moment than it's meant to, which I think is is effective. It's um, is what what is it? You you can't you can't con an honest man, is what it is. Yep. So it, it's you know you like that's something that resonates with a character twice for two different reasons, and it's 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 pivotal to why certain decisions are made. Sure. And what they realize about like 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 the whole how. Not only is this, you know, about conning people and, you know, not feeling sorry for your marks, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's almost like, you know, the con people involved are conning themselves into thinking this way because, yep. you know, here you are with exactly the opposite of what you just told, what you taught me. And that's the big moment that, you know, one of our characters takes away, which I think is super clever. And it I, does I, I matter. Like yep. It mm-hmm. does. Absolutely. Well, well, I mean, it, it, it matters only as far as the characters written will have that matter, though. That's the thing is. Some of these people are pretty bright, and one thing I always wonder in a movie like this... I think they're all intelligent. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, but, like, wouldn't... I think Madeline would... At least Madeline. She was... 
she was almost i mean she was kind of cersei level of kind of being the puppeteer the whole time manipulating everything even the way she does with the money and the foundation and she's on a whole different level i'm surprised she didn't figure it out before she did (laughs) well i mean but but it was too late that's the thing yeah i'm I'm surprised she she didn't figure it out before the no turning around point I'm, yeah. I'm 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 trying not to be spoilery here, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm surprised that she didn't. As a matter of fact, I th- I think it would have been more fun. I I say this now is I think it would have been more fun had she figured it out, and then the movie ended with. I, I don't want the movie to end. I want the movie to end as all the good guys get what they good. All the good guys get the the good. Bad guys get the bad. And but like movies will always end like that. But I don't. I say that now that I maybe would prefer a different ending. But if it actually ended that way, I'd be right here complaining that it didn't end with the good guys getting what they deserved. Well, I mean, here's the thing, and I don't want to spoil this, but none of them are really that good. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I mean, one of them is. I think Tom's fine. Yeah, yeah Tom's, but he's inherently good. He has no. Reason I don't to know not be though. Good. Somebody's running a somebody's running a con at the end himself. True. All right. Well, yeah, but well, I, I mean, mean, listen. But that's only after there are he varying levels of things. bad here. Yeah, well, yeah. No, no. But that's only after a good guy running a con because he's been con doesn't make him a bad guy. It just puts uh, him on an even. Key. No, 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 no. no, no you're man. never going to be able to convince. That's there's. No uh, hold way. on. I'll give you nine billion dollars. Why Tom had a <laughs> isn't exactly altruistic, sir. But it was already his money to be. It was. It was his family. Oh no, 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 no. It was not his money. It was not. But he didn't. He took that money. Fine, back. but he also didn't care that his dad had it. That's the whole character of Tom. Is yeah. So I mean, you you think like his thing? He accidentally got the con back running, so he got nine million dollars, nine billion dollars. No 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 no, 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 no. But okay, describe Tom's character before before the girl. A bit of an into, idiot. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Stop. Before the girl walks into the bookshop, describe Tom's character. A bit of an idiot. Fine. Elaborate, please. I mean, so like, I, I'll take this. Uh, Tom is a is a manically depressed uh, person in his mid twenties who doesn't have any purpose because he has everything he already needs and he yeah. doesn't know what to do with his life. He's a rich guy sitting in a bookstore all day. Hold yeah. on, hold on. He's very bright. He just doesn't. He's not in a good place with his dad. Oh, hold since on, hold on. I, I want. I would like to argue right off the bat. You have no reason to believe at any point that Tom is very bright. He's owning a, a rare bookshop. No, 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 no. I could own a rare bookshop. No, 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 no. Look, but you wouldn't. Owning that's... a business does not mean that you're a bright hold on, guy. Hold on. Okay, guys, hear, hear me out. Okay, okay. Okay, just hear me out for one second here. What, what that's trying to tell you, the fact that he doesn't care for his dad's business and he wanted to do. He loves to read and he loves rare books. Idiots okay. don't do that. That's what that that's what that point of it was trying to show you is he's a smart guy doesn't really care for his family after his mom died. Listen, I'm not saying that Tom's not an intelligent person. I'm just trying to Tom's say Tom's that- an idiot. His dad runs a nine billion dollar corporation. Do you think Tom's dad isn't isn't smart? No, I think he's brilliant. But the point I'm just saying that they obviously had a falling out, and the movie does a good job of showing us that. I don't know why you guys didn't pick up on that. <laughs> that's well, what I'm asking. You think I didn't pick up on? Yeah, that. I'm confused. Well, because you're. I'm saying Tom willingly separated himself from the nine billion, but he didn't know yeah, that his dad Tom was, was hemorrhaging money every month for yeah. his fucking failing oh, okay, bookstore. Rod, okay, just give me just give me a second here, please. He didn't put into the equation that his father was going to have an untimely death. Well, hold on, hold on. So I think the thing to take away from here, if you want to talk about the money, which I don't think it's deep enough in that matters to the movie, it's just our characterization of the characters we right, see, sure, which sure, is sure. our opinion, by the way. So 
I don't think so. Like Tom didn't. Tom separated himself from the money while his dad was alive and in the picture. So that's easy to do. My dad's, you know, dad's alive. He, this is his business. He has the money. I don't care. I don't want his money. I don't need his money. Besides the three hundred fifty thousand dollars that I need to run my business, you know, by my bookstore. So, so like, like he doesn't need the money when his dad's alive. He doesn't want the money when his dad's alive. When his dad dies, and that's something that could be that like could and should be his. That he's expecting to be his isn't his. That changes things. You know, that, that's my that's, point. That, that's my always yeah. my point. Is he always expected that money to be there? For always he never but he never because it's like well it's my family of course it's going to be there for me that's what i'm trying to say though is i don't i think I, well, i'm just trying this whole circular thing is trying to say that i don't think you characterize tom as a bad guy even after doing what he was doing he was just doing what he did to get the money back that should have been with his family and anyway you can be a good person and do a bad thing doesn't make your bad thing not a bad thing I just I, stealing nine, <laughs> manipulating something to get steal nine billion dollars is a bad thing. That was stolen from you. <laughs> fine, okay, fine, was, fine. Hold on, it was not <laughs> stolen from him. It was given to the wife of his dead father. That is not stolen. Uh but in, under Whom? false pretenses. No, 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 no. Whom? Whom? He said who she said that he that she kind of liked that she kind of loved that she kind of had a thing for that she stayed with yeah like she didn't do that just for the, don't get me wrong the money was the driving factor and you know made her want to be money there, closed the door yeah yeah it closed the deal but she even said that she kind of loved like she kind of loves the guy that she likes the guy that she wants to be with the guy yeah it seems like that he was relationship a good between them to her was real I, I I think his un- I think his untimely death was part of her plan to begin with. That's what the, I think. That's what the movie was trying to tell us is she I did. She, I mean, even she if he didn't die, she death. was married into a guy. That oh, okay, had fine, nine. fine. She was yeah. married, but again, false pretenses. It was brought in by the money. And anyway, we're getting so let's anyway, okay. Yeah, Tom, yeah. not such a bad guy as the rest of them. Um, but okay. See, I still don't Very see some of them as bad, bad. But sure. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about what what gets me. About this is, I mean, this could easily be a movie about morality. Okay, yeah. You know, because the the girl is so upset that Tom conned her, or not Tom, um, Max. Max conned her, and she thought there was something there. That's exactly what she did to Tom. Mm-hmm. And when Tom started asking her questions, she kept de- de- like it. I wasn't satisfied with the answers there that didn't seem like kind of a teenage love triangle that it should have been in like a middle school or a high school. It just, it didn't, you know, she wasn't picking up on the fact that Tom was saying certain things. You did the same thing to me that he did to you. Why are you so upset about this? And she was like, oh, no, no. that's just, I want to put her as a worse character than she may have seemed. Although because of her, the movie, Tom was able to recover a lot of his stuff. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, if there is a hero here, it's probably her. I mean, a scorned woman is a very powerful woman. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though, is just, I don't know. So are well, any of the, are any of the, who's the protagonist here? They're all protagonists. <laughs> they're all, they're all, they're all both, right? There's two sides to each of their coins. But like, I don't know, like, I don't think she does what she does because she's scorned. Not fully, anyway. I think she does what she does because she realized that she really, that she liked him. Yeah, is that that Tom is a genuinely good man, and that, and that again, you don't, you you don't, you can't con an honest man. 
and she was and like you know that rang true in her brain that like you know why what she did was actually wrong even though that's not what she was taught so i think that's more of like along the lines of it fair enough yeah okay Okay. i'm okay with that yeah i I get that i get that I, i i accept that answer yeah, I mean, like you know, of course, the closest person to the to the good guy here is Tom, and the for, the furthest person from that is Madeline, which is how the movie progresses naturally, right? Yeah, we start with Tom, we end with Madeline. So, like you know, the movie lines that up for you as well. You get like varying degrees of evil as you go further and further down this list, but nobody here is here is innocent for their own reasons. You know, the darkness in Tom is probably the biggest villain that he, that you know that he has. You know, for him, and like the the is also like the part of him that opens him up to you know being blinded by what how he feels towards Sandra, and that just cascades down character to character because they're all blinded by the person that that they're presented with, every one of them. Well, the movie does a good job of showing you that too, because it yeah it, it goes from Tom to Sandra, or does it go from Tom to Max? It goes from Tom, Tom to Sandra, Sandra to Max, to, Max, to, to Madeline. Madeline, to Madeline. Okay, copy. Yeah, there was okay. Yeah, so it it but the movie does it does that by itself. It keeps showing you yeah, the well, next one, and then you fill yeah, in because, smaller, bigger pieces of the puzzle. And, yeah, because well, because within each pocket, you see it. You know, besides, so Tom's the only pocket you see fully his perspective yeah. of the person he's with. Then for Sandra, you see Sandra Max from her perspective, and then you see the bad side of it, and then you see Max. You see from in Madeline Max's perspective of Madeline, and then Madeline's true colors. You know what I mean? Like you see, sure. you see it broken down in that way. Tom's the only one you get the full picture of from his perspective the entirety of the time, like one to one ratio of this is Sandra and I love her. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay. Well, but that that's the, we know that because the movie supposed starts and ends with Tom mm-hmm. in the bookstore. So I mean that's. Yeah. The movie's also suggesting that by the beginning and the end book uh, bookend. Um, hey, I like how they book pun intended in a bookstore. Yeah. Hey, oh, hey, oh, yeah. So, are there are, 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 are there any are there any predictions you guys had that didn't come true? So, like, I was I was a I was so tired when I watched this film. I was and I was pretty enthralled by just the story it was telling. I wasn't trying to guess anything. Like, 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 I was just riding along with what they were showing me and kind of like like having the aha moments as they were presenting them to you. Cause that's because they did a good job of that and it, they didn't feel cheap. I wasn't trying to guess anything. So by proxy, I can't be wrong if I wasn't guessing. So No, I'm with Chris on that one. I wasn't really trying to think ahead and find out more stuff of things along that line. It just, I was just long for the ride on this one. And I was, I was en- happy to go. I was engaged in the story that they were giving me. The, the, the biggest like, th- like big think I was doing was when she was in the room detoxing. Okay. That's the biggest. Like, okay, is is she actually detoxing? Is this a con again? That's the that like, that's the only jump, like brain jump, I even tried, and I quickly abandoned it once they showed her because I was like, okay, yeah, she's pretty jacked up right now for whatever reason. So mm-hmm. we'll find out if this is a con or not. You know, as soon as she says she wanted to see Max, it's like, okay, she's like, it's like she's trying to get him into one place. Cool, you know, and then whatever the movie does from there. That's but, the biggest but, jump. But, but also, I wonder so, where Max went. <laughs> but also, the mystery is, is didn't you guys think that Madeline was gonna? take matters into her own hands while she was in there. I did have an idea that that could be something. Yeah, she's just possibility. Gonna Listen, billionaires kill people all the time. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. <laughs> if if they're not, there should be. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird take, Roger. Thanks. Is it? I mean, I don't think they've all <laughs> killed anybody. Maybe I'm wrong all about of them. that, but sure. I mean, you don't get to be a billionaire by, you know, always being friendly and keeping... Puppy dogs and sunshine. Nope. Right. You don't get to be that way. Uh, but Murder. also power. What I what what I don't want to do is is completely spoil the movie because there's a no lot no of, no. I think that should be yeah, about no. enough. There's yeah. a lot of twists and turns that we didn't talk about that I actually found very interesting. 
It's um, good. Yeah, agreed. this yeah. is a good one. And one of the moments that the the moment I really enjoyed the most because it was so sad. The, there's a very satisfying moment when two people that you probably want to go down. I mean, I'm saying probably because I don't, you know, many different kinds of people are watching this movie is when they realize something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you you forget that there might be more cons going on because you know, you've seen some things go down and what's, you know, but like it's that's and then the movie starts to cut away and show you other things that happened right after a certain event happens and it's 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 a lot of fun in the, in, in that way because you get to like oh shit it's like one of those shit yeah it's one of those kind of like i don't want to say it's like you said it wasn't like glass onion uh, a knives out mystery or knives out it's a, it's a little different than that it's i think it's a lot more sophisticated than that in a way the way the 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 approach to how this was told i think is much more sophisticated than knives out but knives out's more of a blunt like supposed to be campy cleverly written when this is supposed to be kind of higher cinema is that maybe i mean i think we're going a little far by saying higher cinema because <laughs> you know i guarantee you more people saw knives out than than they than saw this film oh you know, sure or, sure sure you know what says something that's higher cinema than what what is but i think this movie definitely does a does a better job of being a smarter film than okay, what that, knives that, out is that's what i was trying to say is yeah, it's, it's just, I think Knives Out is better is better written because it has to be to be more clever, but this is more smartly written, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. This is a better movie to me. I agree. Uh, Knives Out, the first, then, then Glass Onion, the sure. The first one, the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the second Glass Onion one, whatever, not yeah. so great. I'll give you the first Knives Out. It's pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like an eight or a nine. But um, but yeah, so that's I, I really enjoyed this. I think Apple has a, a solid little movie on their hands, although not mm-hmm. many people will... I don't think many people will see this. Apple, I'll recommend this, to people. Oh yeah, Apple. Um, Apple's not doing as strong as we thought they were. Uh, I just saw an article about that. Is that the the attach rate isn't as strong as their numbers indicated they wanted to be at this point when they from when they introduced into now. So I don't know why people aren't doing Apple. I, I've often wonder if they're. I mean, obviously they have Netflix and Amazon, but what are they doing after Netflix well, and Amazon? Let me let me give uh, Apple an idea that would help them out. Um, so legitimately you can't really bundle your Apple subscriptions together. Each one costs individually. Yep. If you could have Apple TV and Apple music and any other Apple things at a lower price and then to set it individually, that would help you. Also, Apple does a bad job of, well, does a good job of alienating people that could be a part of their audience as well. Apple doesn't make it easy to put their, their, their platform on all devices. If, if you are use. not an Apple device user, it is more difficult to yep. do that well recently yeah, so. the i i only know this because uh one of my friends asked me hey can, i want to watch ted ted lasso with my roku stick i'm like you can't he's like no 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 there's an apple tv app now there is now yes but so, that is so that, you can you still have to have an apple id yep, to do so oh, sure, so sure, sure 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 yeah okay that's what you're talking about sure but they're the only ones that require that you can have a hulu account without having something it's like specific yeah it Same should just be able to have an email one. but yep. yeah yeah, Apple is a, is they have a few more hoops and they do alienate some brands out of their ecosystem, which yep. is just hurting them. Hey man, listen, give me Apple Music and Apple TV for you know ten bucks a month. There you go, I'm good with it. Yep. You know why just, not have both if you got one? You know? I mean, look, there's a reason I have Apple Music. Yep. What's the just reason? Saying. It costs too fucking much. Well, <laughs> compared to Spotify, and I don't know how much Spotify I mean, is, but I get Hulu through at- Spotify for a dollar. So Apple Music is great. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds great. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. Like the there is 
I would argue that there are a few better things that Apple does than Apple Music. But ten bucks a month for stuff I'm not going to use that much. It's not worth it. Yeah, your TV service is cheaper than your music service. It's true. That is, that is kind of got to spend more money on the TV service. <laughs> I don't know. Music's expensive. I get that, but still, not, it's All not right, as expensive. Time to wrap it up. Not as expensive as, as Bad it. Boy. Yeah, I don't think music is as expensive as it once was, but sure. Yeah. Let's All start. right, so want me to go first? I'll go first. Sure. I went last on the previous yeah. discussion. So um, Sharper, I think, is a good movie. It's a good con movie. It's not, you know, you don't have to pay attention to every single detail. You don't feel like you miss anything. They don't talk over your head. It's not stuff happening off screen that you don't understand. Yeah. I think this movie's like a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks great. Sounds great. Strong, small cast. I like it. Super, seven. super strong cast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll piggyback off of that seven. That's exactly what I was going to give it to. It's it's a good movie. It's entertaining. Uh, I was along for the ride, and I, I enjoyed the way that this movie broke down like all the things that you get to see. And I think it was really smart and on top of itself. That think I like being able to think about a movie after I see it when it's a movie like this. Okay. And, and I, I I enjoyed like going through everything that I saw again. Okay, that's really cool. It makes a lot of sense. Like the psychology behind it. So yeah, this is a seven. Uh, I'm going to put it. Right at seven. Also, it's funny we all, all right, do seven. There we go. Um, for a lot of the same reasons, it's a it's a smartly written movie. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't talk down to you. It right on your level. You get out of the movie what you put into it. So you're still going to get the full outcome if you're like you turn on and you, you know you're putting on your phone or you're you know on your computer whatever you're doing. But you're you're still going to get kind of the same profound ending. But some of the some of the details you might miss will affect how profound. But you're still going to get the profound kind of. Oh shit! They were taken too, so it, it's it's a fun ride. It's a fun ride for, but it's anyway. It's a lot of fun. We're like, this kind of movie is a lot of fun, and this one is just, it's 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 well written. Doesn't talk down to you. Seven. Um, let, yeah. qu- qu- one last question for you guys before we we um end the show though is, we ever watch this again? I probably will. Really? Okay. Yeah, like if if my wife wanted to watch this again, this is one of those ones I wouldn't mind watching with her, even though I already know what's going to happen because I can watch the rewatch this knowing what I do and kind of see like the little things again. You know, like I I think that this movie has rewatch value, hundred percent. Awesome. And I'm not, and, and I don't rewatch movies, so. Well, is it is this a is this a rewatch attentively or rewatches background noise movie again? Ah, uh, no, this one's more attentively because because you, you want to see the things that you didn't see the first. Yeah, time. I'd wonder what I'd see in the yeah, like, like know what you know, like the first time that he tells her "I love you," it was like you know, like I thought it was weird and kind of sketchy that she didn't say it back, but like at the same time, like you know, you you're kind of like defensive about it, but like now knowing it, you're like, okay, I get it. You know, she's she's conflicted. You know, you yep. you, would, you would see it different. Absolutely. Okay. Well, good. I would definitely watch this again too. Matter of fact, I think I might give another watch this week. That's not one a.m. and I'm already kind of tired. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. We have done another episode. This has been episode three hundred nineteen B of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast. Each episode posts every Tuesday and Friday at five a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five: Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two. Rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly. Thank you for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I'm at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I have no Twitter. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things on social media. Fun little stories you might want to read. Check those out. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week we're talking about Cocaine Bear and we have a ghost on Netflix. Yes. Coca Kanya Barra. <laughs>